This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Captain King Show. gentlemen all and none of the above welcome back to captain game show but we just found out that different time zones does not mean that kansas has dinosaurs and new jersey has jetpacks i'm your host john irons tonight is a special episode of the podcast for a couple of reasons one is i'm actually in the same room with everyone i'm recording with which never happened two is that every single person on tonight is new to the podcast technically we're not recording at night but this is when i'll release it Three, all of the aforementioned new-to-the-podcast people are related to me. Playing the game tonight, my wife, Lima. Hello. My brother, Anthony. Hey, hey. And my brother's wife, Diana. Hello. A.K.A. my sister-in-law, Diana. Hi there. All right. Aside from the stuff that I just said, this episode will also be different uh, because I've slightly modified the terms of gameplay. Uh, there will still be our usual three games that I made up and one improv game where everyone else makes stuff up, but there will also be an additional improv game where they make more stuff up. Because I want to, and I can. All right. Now, aside from all that stuff that I just said, and that last thing I said, everything else will be perfectly normal. I'll explain the rules for each game as we go. I'll let you know if I'm assigning questions to you, or if you need to buzz in to answer. And when I say buzz in, I mean, I say, say your name, and I will call on you. Um... After all of the games are done, I'll total up the points, and I'll declare a winner. And then that person will win. But what do we win? You win the game. That's, That's what you win. Is everybody ready? Do like it. Yep, sure. All right. Round one. So I'm calling this game Mansplaining. Fight! As James Brown famously said, get on the good foot. Also, he said that this is a man's, 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 man's world. While I don't agree that man is necessarily the better or more impressive option, either as a sex or a species, I will allow that we certainly like to mark our territory, as it were. This happens constantly in ways big and small, and today we'll explore how it happens linguistically. Every answer in this round will begin with the letters M-A-N or man. I was initially going to write these clues as someone who was, in fact, mansplaining about whatever the answer was, but I literally began to hate myself and die inside. So I decided against that. This will be a buzz-in round. Say your name if you think you know it. Pretty simple. They're just words. Again, every answer will start with the letters M-A-N. Question one. This can be defined as the number of people working or available for work or service. Though if you were in the matrix, the term might be more charged. Starts with the word man. Lima. Lima. Manpower? Correct. Hmm. Yay! Woo! Don't applaud every time. Oh. I mean, you know, I encourage and support. <laughs> okay. We, really. We, thank you, guys. It's going to take forever if you guys do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This will be the family game. Question two. 
an author's original text, often handwritten Wait, before no. written professionally. I'm hitting the table like I got a buzzer. It's not. It's a metaphorical buzzer. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Do you, do you want Lima, 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 you're on. Manuscript. Manuscript is correct. <laughs> All right. Question three. Uh, this is the authorization to behave in a certain manner granted by a higher power, often an electorate. Mandy. Deanna. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yes. I've granted you the mandate to answer that question. <laughs> Your car has two of these specialized Lima. chambers. Manifold? One that takes in a mixture of fuel and gas and one that expels exhaust. Correct. Okay. Manifold. I just really wanted to say that word. That's in fine. This game. Don't. I was hoping that would come up. Well, you were waiting for I, it. I don't really know what it does other than what you just described. So that's why you. I described it. Yeah. Well, I'll say your name before you ask your Thank questions. You, All you right. Try. Question number five. <laughs> the, this large tan envelope is a staple of offices everywhere. Deanna, Manila. As well as staples everywhere. Yes. If you want to hit the table, Anthony, you can. If that'll help with the... Uh, I don't the, know. I'll help you. Uh, <laughs> oh, bonus point offer on this one. Um, what is Manila envelope named for? Lima. Lima. A country? Mm. Where the paper is formed? I have no idea. Uh, you know what? That's close enough. What? Really? Province? What is it? Um, it is named for the hemp that they are made from, which does come from Manila in the Philippines. Right. It's not a country, but it is from the substance. So, mm -hmm. Close enough for family. <laughs> Question number six. Physical work as opposed to an administrative position or work done by machines. Lima? Lima? Manual labor? Correct. Yeah. Uh, the process by which one's nails become prettified. Liana, mm. manicure. Wow. <laughs> yes, yeah, she can. Yes. <laughs> they just, they just high five. That's expressing the manicure in a physical sense. <laughs> Anthony, you good? Oh, yeah. All right. I'm still here. All right. Spiritual energy, often collected from heaven or in little blue jars in video games. Lima. Lima. Mana. Mana is correct. Question number nine. Made popular by the, by the 1962 film, this phrase refers to someone who is under the influence of an enemy or foreign power, often unknowingly. Uh, Lima. Lima. Manchurian candidate. Correct. Mm. Uh, I have bonus available on this, and I actually have a bonus for each of you, if you can do it. Name an actor who played a brainwashed soldier in either the 62 film or the 2004 remake. Lima. Lima. Denzel Washington. Yeah. He was not, in fact, the Manchurian candidate in that film, but he was a brainwashed soldier. Anybody else? Star of the 1962 Manchurian candidate? Oh. It's a great film. You guys should watch it. Frank Sinatra. Okay. <laughs> Where's that name? I saw it. But you huh? know, I never know the names of. And I can see the guy who played opposite Denzel Hammer. 
Can you name something else that he played? That he played in? Mm-hmm. You identify him uh, tangentially? The guy with the pretty eyes. Um, Doesn't matter. I need, I need more. <laughs> Half of Hollywood, man. Um, what else was he in? I'm calling time. Yeah. Lev Schreiber. Mm. He was uh, Wolverine's brother. That's yes. <laughs> that's that guy. Yeah, that was him. He's got pretty eyes. Okay, he, he does. I wasn't saying you're wrong. I'm saying I, I can't use that as an identifying characteristic. Section of the game. <laughs> Number ten. <laughs> the mouth parts of an animal that grab or crush food, especially. Yeah. I like the animal. But uh, say the answer one more time, please. Mandible. Mandible is correct. Uh, Last question of the round. As of right now, or at least as of the time that I checked, the shoes on this company's website range in price from $645 to $7,695. Malino Diana. Malinko. Uh, what is that? <laughs> Maybe not to steal. Manolo no, Planet. I'm going to let Deanna have it. She was working to it. She was getting there. I didn't listen to it for now. She was like, you know, man. Coming to behind you. Mango. Mango salsa. What is it? Pronounce it. Pronounce it. Manolo. Man- Manolo Blahnik. 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 I'm sure you know it. Yeah. I know you can have it. <laughs> I'll let you know when you can have it. Alright. That concludes round one. Uh, normally, I would go straight into round two, but as I said, we're adding a, it's a, it's a double improv situation going on, so our first intermission improv. Oh no, they're improv actors. This feels like oh, the deck is loaded. Wait a minute. Fine. <laughs> You ran the table on the first one, so, you know. All right. Uh, A little game I like to call Haiku Kung Fu. Test your might. Uh, The Japanese poetry style of haiku has a distinctive structure. The whole thing is 17 syllables long. takes three lines. First line is five syllables. Second line is seven syllables. And the last line is another five. I want each of you to create a haiku on the spot. Doesn't have to be Pulitzer worthy, although that would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just has to meet the five seven five requirements and be related to the topic I'm about to give you. Today's topic: friends and family. Of course, it is. Uh, it can be anything that fits this topic. It can be funny. It can be sad. It can be deep. It can be dumb, as long as it's seventeen syllables long and relates to the topic at hand. And you don't have to turn these in to me right now. I will give you until the end of the podcast to complete your poems. Um, But what that means, of course, is that I can't really stop the podcast to give you a chance to work on it. Otherwise, we'd never reach the end. That's called a paradox. Round two. (laughs) Advertising 10101. Fight! This is a game that I've played a couple of times on the show. Um, I've always found it amusing. The guests have... Their own opinions. Your clues this round will be ads for products or services, mostly for some guy named Bob. Uh, You must give me the slogan that fits the clue, and here's the hook. Each slogan will feature two words that are only one letter off. 
I won't add or subtract or rearrange any letters. I'll just change one. For example, if I say, come down and get a Bob's brand stethoscope, using the latest in listening technology to make sure your atriums and your ventricles are a-okay. Come get a Bob's brand stethoscope because it literally blanks your blank. You buzz in and say, here's your heart. Two words, one letter's changed. It's going to be another buzz in round. Mm. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna mix this up. It'll be mostly buzz in. Actually, it'll be mostly um, assigned. And I'll let you buzz in for the last two because I don't have an even number to divide by three. Uh, so let's start. Anthony, you'll get the first one. <clears throat> Are you tired of kids and their frat parties? especially when they take your alcohol to throw them? Well, at Bob's Brewery, well, Brewery, Brewery Security. Bob's Brewery Security. I should have practiced it before I wrote but just Reading it's fine, saying it out loud is a problem. Well, at Bob's Brewery Security, <laughs> we've got you covered. Every barrel of beer we have comes with a custom padlock and only one way and only one copy of the device used to open it. You can rest easy knowing that you have the only means to unlock your cask of beer. Stop by Bob's Brewery Security when you need a blank for your blank. Frat parties have this alcohol. A key for your keg? Correct! Yay! Don't overthink these. <laughs> Nicely done. Say Diana. Oh, hey there. Did you just inherit? Say <laughs> 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 hey there, Diana. Did you just inherit some farmland and don't know what to do with it? Well, let Bob's rural remodelers take it off your hands. Turns out those buildings that grind grain into flour are perfect for indoor retail shopping. Let us do our thing and Victoria's Secret, Cinnabon, Dippin' Dots, and various food courts will be calling you before you know it. Bob's Rural Remodelers, so you can turn your blank into a blank. So you can turn that place that turns grain into flour into a place with indoor shopping. Um, I don't know. I have, I have no grain and... Okay, what's the place where you turn grain into flour? Um, where you turn grain into flour? Mm -hmm. A farm? Nope. A mill, I'm a, uh -huh. a mill. Uh huh. Yeah. Indoor shopping. Indoor shopping is a mall. Uh huh. So, come to Bob's Rural Remodelers so you can turn your blank into a blank. You can turn your mill into a mall. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, These are tricky. Because I'm thinking field. Farm. So, so these these do vary in difficulty. The, uh, the, the I, I I admit this is one. Did of you get these. this in Halima? Did you figure it out? I think it's mill to mall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was hard. Right. <laughs> really hard. All right. Well, it depends on where your brain starts to go, and then do you lock on to it and keep going, or do you <laughs> or do you find the light? Mm -hmm. I'm afraid. Right. Sure. Hey Halima. Hey. You know how every commercial you see these days is about how to lose weight. But what about all those skinny people who wish they had a little more meat on their bones? 
Well, at Bob's Portly Pancakes, our special pancake mix is infused with enough pure calories to make sure you pack on the pounds. Come try Bob's Portly Pancakes, where our blank makes you blank. Where our pancake blank makes you blank. You want to gain weight, so you want to get blank. I mean, fat, but... Well, comparatively. I don't know. Anybody? I have no idea. Batter. Makes you makes fat. That was good, Anthony. That's correct. That's good. Point to Anthony. <laughs> I'm assuming you got the fatter, since you said the batter. Yeah, I was yeah. Thinking this, or mix makes you max. This is what I was thinking. I was like, is it mix max? I probably would have taken that. If you can make it work, you don't have to match mine exactly. Maybe I didn't get to the end of the things, but yes. Uh, yes. Um, as long as, you don't have to get the phrase I was thinking exactly, as long as your phrase makes sense, I'll probably take it. <clears throat> All right, Anthony, back to you. You may not have thought about where you want to spend your final resting place, but we have... Wow. We'll bury you in a field of fruit trees so you can give your nutrients back to the circle of life. Let us make a six-foot hole for you in the middle of an orchard so future generations can have you-flavored fruit. That's fancy. You really thought this one up. Call Bob's Organic Mortuary so you can have your blank in a blank. Grave in a grove. Correct. Yay. Did you, you threw your hands up. Was that, you like, figured it out or you gave yeah, up? Like, no, like, oh, of course. Oh, okay. Like, again, it was like. Once it clicks, it clicks. Boom and uh, hole. Eh. Life after people. Deanna. Mm -hmm. People across the United States like to recapture the feelings of yesteryear by taking a locomotive when they travel cross country. But if you really want to relive the past, don't ride the rails, ride a horse. Or, you know, just walk. At Bob's Discount Travel, we use only dirt roads made for walking and wagons, and absolutely no railroad conveyance ever. Bob's Discount Travel. So you can walk on the blank instead of taking the blank. You can walk on the trail instead of taking the rail? You can walk on the trail instead that of taking works. the... Instead of taking the... Uh, Change one letter of trail, and you get a... Rail? Nope. Change trail. one letter. Nope. Change one letter of trail. I'm going to her defense on this one. She subtracted a one. Letter. You're not allowed to subtract. You have to change one letter. You got trail, so change one letter to a matter of conveyance that rides on rails. That's it. I got one. Write it down. Walk on the... So you can walk on the trail. Uh -huh. instead, instead of taking, taking a... a... Oh, uh, write it down. <laughs> walk on the trail instead of taking... Keep writing. <laughs> Keep writing. Change one letter to something that rides on rails. What? <laughs> Did he just who, who said it? Say, say it again. Say it again, guys. So that train. counts as taking the train. The train. Good job. Good job. Good job, <laughs> Team Deanna. Yeah. She, she oh, phoned oh, a friend and didn't you. know it. <laughs>
Wow. Yeah, see, you raised them right. There no, but that's go. what happens though when your brain yeah, like you start going in a different start... direction. <laughs> Walk on the trail instead of taking the train. Yes. Correct. Um, okay, Helen, this is kind of hard. Here at Bob's Food-Based Tomfoolery, we know that practical jokes involving hot dogs are the funniest jokes there are. That's why we have every kind of wiener you'd need to mess with your friends in a humorous way. Bob's Food-Based Tomfoolery. When you need a blank to pull a blank. Prank to pull a prank. Correct. Uh, okay, so these last two are buzz in. <clears throat> if you think of it, say your name. Bob's Referee Retailers. We specialize in the uniforms of referees who hang out at home plate calling balls and strikes. In fact, we're hoping you'll buy enough of these uniforms to dominate the referee market. Over time, as your baseball referees gain power and influence in the industry, we hope that you'll think of us. Call Bob's Referee Retailers when you're building your blank blank. When you're building your balls? <laughs> Sorry. Maybe not. Maybe. What's the other? What's the other word? Where are you going with it? Where are you going? With it? <laughs> it's um. Say the. Read it again. Sure. Uh, relevant phrases: baseball referees, and you're gaining power and influence in your industry. Lima. Lima. Uh, um, umpire empire. Correct. Nice. nice. All right. Last one. Buzz it. Are you a runner who runs and runs for fun? Then grab a Bob's brand acceleration regulator. This handy device will analyze your movements and compare them to the movements of everyone else, letting you know when to speed up or when to slow down so that you can run at peak efficiency. Should you try a burst of speed at the beginning or at the end, or maybe slow and steady is your pace? Uh, what's the best style for you? Let's find out together. Bob's acceleration regulator. It will help you set your blank for the blank. Anthony. Lima. Anthony. Pace for your race. Correct. Nice. I slipped up and gave you pace. <laughs> That's what I get. Just stick to the script. All right. That concludes round two. And this is usually where um, intermission improv takes place. I put one on the beginning. And it is where intermission improv takes place because you're getting a double. Double dose. This game I call... Mistakes on purpose. Test your might. Oh, great. Yeah. Goes like this. You guys take turns giving quick descriptions of common things for me to guess, but you pretend you can't remember what they're called. I guess what the thing is, and I designate the next person to say something uh, whose name is close to the thing I just said, but wrong. Example. Let's say I start with Diana. And she picks the word bench. So she goes, okay, so what do you call that thing? It's like a long seat at the parks and bus stops and three or four people can sit down on it at one time and I can't remember what it is. I will say, it's my job to identify the thing. I will say the thing. I will say, oh, that's a bench. And then I will say the next person, that's a bench, right, Anthony? And Anthony says, no, no, no. A bench is that tool that handymans use to tighten stuff and loosen stuff. And there's like a monkey bench and an Allen bench. I was like, nope, that's a wrench. That's a wrench. Right, Lima? 
And Lemmy says, no, a wrench is a Yiddish term for a helpful person. Like someone something does something nice, and he's, oh, that's a real wrench. I was like, nope, that's mensch. Right, Deanna? Deanna goes, no, I think a mensch is like a really soft, expensive fur coat. People don't really wear them anymore. I say, nope, that's mink. Right, Anthony? Anthony says, no, mink is that stinger. She's coming out, and she's getting the party started. All right. You get it? Yeah. Again, I will be the one to guess the thing, and I'll talk to the next person who then comes up with a new thing. You get a point for each of the things that I guess. You're free to do whatever you want. Uh, keep it simple so I can guess quickly. The more I get, the more points you get. Uh, and, you know, don't make it too inside baseball or too obscure or, you know, simple nouns and verbs and whatnot. Any questions? Let's have at it. Indeed. I like your attitude, sir. We're starting with you. Anthony, think of a simple noun. Look around if you want. Let me know when you're ready. I'm going to put the time on the clock here. All right, you got something? Yeah. All right. Here we go. What's that uh, thing that um, walks around usually in, in your house? It's uh, got four legs and it likes to lick lick your face. Uh, is, that, is, that a, is that a dog? Is that a dog? Dog is what you're thinking? He's thinking of a dog, right, Diana? No, he's thinking of the thing that you want to gather and put out in, um, it has wood and you put it. To make a fire. Oh uh, no no! I, th- I think I think you're talking about a log. That's a that's a log, right, Halima? No no! I think I think he's thinking of this thing where you get stuck. It's it's a swampy kind of area, you know. Uh, yeah, I think logs live there sometimes, but you're referring to a bog. That's it. That's like a swamp. That's a bog, right, Anthony? A bog? Uh, I I don't think so. I, I think um. A bog is that crazy, misty area that sometimes is hard to drive through. Your headlights reflect back at you. Yeah. yeah no. Again, associated with the bog, but that's actually fog. That's a that's a that's a water thing. That's a that's fog, right, Diana? Um, no. It's the famous brand of cereal that has a double name. Um, and D- um, well, there's two G's in that. That's Kellogg. Right, I think you, I think you're thinking Kellogg. That's she's talking about Kellogg, right, Halima? No, no, no. I think you're thinking of this person on uh, NPR. He he tells a lot of jokes. Uh, does Prairie Home Companion? Oh, what's his name? Garrison uh, Keeler. Garrison. Garrison. All right. All right, Garrison Keeler. Oh, Keeler. Yeah. Okay, I can see how you got there. But I don't think that's what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think she's talking about Garrison Keeler. <laughs> Garrison Keeler? I believe she's referring to Garrison Keeler. <laughs> Garrison Keeler? Uh, I don't. No, Garrison. Garrison Keeler. No, I think that's that 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 actor that uh, he was uh, he was in the Star Wars. Yeah, no, I know where you're going with that's that's Harrison Ford. Uh, close, they they do not look the same. That's Harrison Ford, uh, right, Diana? No, it's a term that they use in Shakespeare. They would call one of high stand or high, and they would say, "Oh my." Oh, that's a no, that's a lord. 
Um, yeah, I think that's a lord. That's that's a lord, right, Halima? Uh, no, no. I think it's a broad place that sometimes the Vikings would try to cross. <laughs> the lord. <laughs> uh, no, I, I believe you're referring to a fjord. <laughs> Somebody been to college. <laughs> That's a fjord. That's a fjord, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce back. It's a fjord, right, Diana? Um, uh, <laughs> I'm passing. You can't pass. Oh. <laughs> Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds on the clock. Um. Okay, this is what um. It's a common phrase. Many men would die by their sword. oh their their sword. Yeah. Okay, Anthony. I think she's talking about sword, right? You got about 15 seconds left. Sword? Pretty sure. Sword. No, so. no. Sword? Sword is that... You sh uh, it's a woman. She used to be the, the lead singer of the Sugar Babies? or No, the... Uh, the, the um, she went out on her own. She's the alternative... She, she was in the Dance in the Dark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, Eastern European. Yeah. Bjork? <laughs> Wow. So let me get this straight. The one aspect of that word to focus on was the J and the umlaut. Wow. Oh, right. man, that was great. <laughs> you took it back to Harrison Ford. You guys had an easy way out. All right. Oh, All right. Well done, everyone. That was fun. Uh, okay. Sugar Babies, what was it? I don't know what her original group. I've only known her as a as an individual artist. <clears throat> all right, <clears throat> final game of the podcast. You're all doing great. Final round. <clears throat> this is a new game for the podcast. I call this the Shapes of Waters. Fight. Uh, let me tell you right now, this category has nothing to do with the 2017 Guillermo del Toro film. It is in fact about the Wonder Twins on Super Friends and DC Comics. As you may know. Or not. Or not. I said may. <laughs> Leave the option open. Zan can turn into any instance of water from a cloud to a glacier, while his sister, Jaina, can assume the form of any animal, including other people. So logically, if they fuse their powers, they should be able to take the form of any person whose name sounds like some kind of water. That's just science. I will describe a famous person that the Wonder Twins are trying to combine into. You give me their name. For example, if I were to say, form of the Canadian whose one-hit wonder in 1992 was a reggae rap song informer, you would say, shape of snow. Please say the shape of part. That's what makes it funny. Okay. I'm going to assign each of these questions to a particular player, so there's no need to buzz in. Again. Don't overthink it. You're guessing people whose names sound like some form of water. Question number one. Lima. Form of Baltimore native and the writer-director of films like Pink Flamingo and Hairspray. You say shape of... No? I would if I knew it. Open to steal. I'll, I'll guess. Boring. Frost. Anthony. Shape of frost. 
No, who's oh you're just guessing a name, random oh, person? Oh, uh, can I steal it back? Probably not. Okay. Uh no, I don't know. Well, Deanna, do you have a guess? Repeat the question one Sure. One. Form of the Baltimore native and writer director of films like Pink Flamingos and Hairspray. Okay. Shape of John Waters. Oh, okay. Okay, let's try this again. Speaking of hairspray, mm-hmm. Form of the star of the original film and who also had a daytime talk show from 1993 to 2004. Name sounds like some kind of water. Shape of Ricky Lake. Oh, yeah. Oh, you about to buzz in? Yeah, but I wasn't going to say Ricky Lake. Okay. What were you going to say? Sound. There's no water in there. Okay. I appreciate your moxie. <laughs> Oh, wait, I was supposed to be assigning these. All right. Uh, all right. Anthony. Yeah. Form of the prolific blonde comedian whose catchphrase was, can we talk? Shape of... Uh, the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me trying to draw. No, I got it. I got it. You're not incorrect. Joan Rivers. Yes. Correct. Way to pull it out. Uh, Lima. No. Form of the character played by George Clooney in the comedic film franchise that revived the heist movie. You can give me his last name, surely. You remember the name of the movie? Okay, open to steal. Open to steal. <laughs> George Clooney heist movies. There's a whole bunch of them. They oh, uh, rob casinos. Lima. 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 Sorry. Did I have to give you the name of the actor, though? No. The I gave you the name of the actor. Oh, you give me the... of, Shape of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Actually, his name is Ocean. I will take that. I would offer a bonus if you could give me his first name, but I'm guessing you cannot give me his first name. No, probably not. Yeah. George. George Ocean. <laughs> nice try. Uh... <laughs> I had to look it up, so don't feel bad. Danny Ocean. <clears throat> Deanna. <laughs> Form of a black woman. Specifically. She's like, I can do that. <laughs> specifically, California Democratic Congresswoman and fierce critic critic of President Trump. Her special move, reclaiming my time. Shape of Nancy Waters. Correct. <laughs> Anthony. Mm-hmm. Form of the director of explosive films like Armageddon and the Transformers films. Form of Michael Bay. Or Shape of Michael Bay. <laughs> I just look. All everybody has to look on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does work. He does stuff. He makes money. He has. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Lima. Yes. Form of. Founding member of NWA and star of Are We There Yet? Mm-hmm. Open still. Steel. Anthony. The Shape of Ice Cube. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Deanna. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, you might get it. Form of the actor who played Dwight on The Office and Harry Mudd on the new Star Trek Discovery series. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a little tough. 
Anybody? Shape of Rain Wilson. Final question. I don't want to make this a buzz in, but think that you might all get it. <clears throat> Form of the actress who played Vanessa Huxtable on The Cosby Show. Good thing I made a buzz in. Diana's uh, yeah. hand is hovering over the table like she wants to buzz in, but she hasn't actually put it down yet, so I'm not going to call on her yet. But she just said Diana, so go for it. Uh, Rashida. Rash no. I have any. Thanks on her. Vanessa Huxtable. Um, yeah, not Claire. Vanessa. Yeah. Daughter. Pas. Incorrect. Tempest Bledsoe. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. That's a good tough one. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, Tempest Bledsoe. Watery. 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 All right. I almost used um, Snowden as the example, but he didn't quite fit the category. All right. That was the last question of the last round. That's a double on back. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the haiku, I should have said it was optional at the beginning. It was always optional. Yeah. Uh, did everyone write a haiku mm -hmm. on the subject of family? Yes. Yeah. All right. Diana, regale us, if you would. Go in love right now. There is no other path to go. Life will soar with pals. Oh, love it. that's beautiful. Lovely. Lima. Uh, lazy summer days, childhood is fleeting as sunshine's rays. As sunshine's rays. Rays. As fleeting as sunshine's rays. Got it. Very nice. Anthony. When you are so low, then your peeps re inspire you. Live long and prosper. Oh. <laughs> Those are great, guys. Uh, wow. Well, okay. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Final scores. Lima, 13. Anthony, 13. <laughs> Diana, 13. That's a tie. Okay, so normally on this show, Ties are not allowed. Finish him! Finish her! I, I'll, I'll, I'll play the Star Trek fight music and I'll have some sort of tiebreaker around. But it is, I'm gonna let it slide this one time and I will allow more than one person to win. Because really, we all share our points in the family. Excellent. Alright, so that's it for the podcast. Thank you guys for playing. Thanks for taking the time. Um, uh, in the midst of our busy lives and uh, merging my two worlds of joy. Uh, we always end the show with a section I called Pitch Plug Promote where guests can talk about pretty much anything they want to talk about. You got about 10 seconds. You want to promote something, something you're into, something you're doing. Uh, now is your chance. Uh, winner number one, Deanna. Um, hi guys. You can follow me at Deanna. G Irons. If you're ever in Chicago, look me up at Second City and I do hook you up with tickets. Wow. Fortunately, we have a very small listenership, so you shouldn't have to <laughs> give away too much free stuff. Winner number two, Anthony. 
Yeah, I would just say it's my first time being on here and I just had so much fun. I don't want to necessarily promote, I'm an actor. I don't want to promote anything that I'm doing per se, but I will make a, a, a fun, great effort to uh, to promote this show. This show. Oh. Mr. Game Show. Captain, Captain Game Show. He got promoted. <laughs> <laughs> he did his time. So that's all I got to say. It's been fun. Thank you, sir. Winner number three, Lima. Uh, I don't really have anything to promote other than the fact that we've had fun. Love seeing you guys. We're getting on the road. All right. Bye. Hope you, hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, and be sure and tune in to the next episode Captain of Captain Game, Game Show. After credit bonus scene. Hey, boys. Yeah. We can hear you. I think you just use it organically that we're you tell them where we are and yeah. we've got kids and like yeah, that. Yeah. I think so, yeah. They, they should and be down with their cousins. Stress over the, huh? I said they should be down. Do I look stressed? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go. All right, here we go. <clears throat> After credit bonus scene. I thought you guys had a timer. Did the timer not work? It's supposed to be more than one person can but you want me to have a with the Maybe. If it's funny enough, I'll keep it. After credit bonus scene. What's the, what's the criteria with the haiku again? It's seven, five, five, seven, five. Three lines, five, seven, five. Um, on the topic of friends and family. I'm done. I get points for finishing first. Um. We'll see how you do at the end. <laughs> After credit bonus scene. Uh, I don't really have anything to promote other than the fact that we've had fun. Love seeing you guys. We're getting on the road. All right. I am physically, we're sitting around a table right now. Uh, I would like us all to hold hands. Is this the part where we do the seance? Uh, no, I'm going to start the wave and I want to go around. Oh, then the seance. Is this being recorded? All right, well, let me get it started. Send it back. All right. <laughs> That's just for me. I'm probably going to edit that out. But uh, just so you know that there was a, a physical wave at the end of the podcast. No, we are waving you goodbye. Bye. Hope you, hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, and be sure and tune in to the next episode of Captain Game Show.